1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This
2: is Reception Reception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon.
1: All right, um, I want to talk about another quarterback that I think is obviously extremely good, uh, but it just feels like this offense is just not quite there, and I'm talking about Baltimore. Andy Holloway had a really interesting tweet uh, about Lamar Jackson from since week three. He has six passing touchdowns in seven games. And in six of those seven games, he has fewer than 20 fantasy points. Um, Mm -hmm. The the TV person in me wants to ask, you know, again, a good top, a good talking points topic is, is Lamar Jackson done as a top five fantasy (laughs) quarterback? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's the TV side in me uh, coming out, but no, but, but again, I I just think from a realistic standpoint though, like um, is it, is it Lamar? Do you think it's the personnel? Is it the play calling? What is it about this passing game right now? That's just not in sync.
2: I mean, I think it's a little bit of everything, man. Um, You look at a couple of different numbers for uh, the Ravens offense right now. You know, um, when you look at Lamar Jackson, in terms of EPA uh, per drop back when throwing to so EPA per attempt when throwing to outside wide receivers coming into this week, he was 26 in EPA per attempt when throwing to outside wide receivers. If you take it from week four, which obviously that's the week where Rashad Bateman got hurt. He was outside the top 40 quarterbacks. What? (laughs) Yeah, Top bro. 40. I mean, like, yeah, right. Like <laughs> the, we're talking about obviously some like small sample backup guys, but like yeah. Colt McCoy, Carson Wentz, these dudes who have Jesus barely played Christ. this year. Wow. Yeah. Right. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's how bad it was. And, and yeah, of course. Like, and I know Demarcus Robinson had a great game. Uh, yeah. He, he caught nine targets. Didn't you call him as a sleeper too? I, I think I saw you tweet I that guy. Got- I really wish I'd stolen your notes on that one for FFL in the morning. I, I should have done that, but uh, you know, that's all right. Maybe next time, buddy, I'll steal, <laughs> I'll steal off your notebook there, but uh, that well, was a great it, I mean-
1: call. By the way it's only on the website on your website pal that uh, that it comes up every Saturday so uh, so our again, website to- our our <laughs> fine website. fine 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 our website but i'm just saying like again for if you're listening to the if you're listening to the podcast you know obviously go check out the website but uh, but yeah we we post those Reception notes
2: receptionperception.com is the website
1: receptionperception.com <laughs> Okay. Go to the website. We, we, we post those notes every single week. So yeah. And, uh, and I gotta say, man, like this, uh, the, the sleeper hit rate right now is, is pretty high, uh, because my God, I, I'm using your info talking to you about football all damn time. And just, you know, I just feel like we're, we're mind melding some of these, uh, sleeper plays into existence, man.
2: No doubt, dude. I mean, that was a great call because the opportunity is so laid bare. So I, you know, I just make it the point overall that like, obviously the outside receiver position is a huge problem. Like DeMarcus Robinson, yeah. again, shout out to him, had a huge game against the Panthers caught all nine of his targets, went over hundred yards. But I mean, right. we're talking about DeMarcus Robinson. I know like he was a depth player for the chiefs. And then he got cut by the Raiders, the <laughs> Raiders who are playing Mac Collins on like 90% of the routes, bro. Like oh, that's the God. guy we're talking about here. And he's yeah. their number one outside receiver right now. You know, Bateman, I know he was like inconsistent for fantasy and stuff like that. But again, he was such a huge piece for them early in the year. Like that EPA drop-off I meant, I just mentioned again, mm-hmm. it coincides with when Bateman went out. Like he was the player that they needed. And I, I think that's a huge problem right now. The personnel is bad. Um, you know, again, we're talking about to Marcus Robinson, like Devin Duvernay is a nice player. You know, I- Lamar is not totally blameless, but I think he's played extremely well given the environment. And I definitely think like, in terms of people that watch a lot of film and 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 you know really like know about like route combinations and route design and stuff like that. I mean Greg Groman is like you know, he's definitely one of the, the America's most wanted when it comes to like the film bros. And uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> a lot of bad route combinations. I mean their third down okay. passing game is awful. Their third down passing game is terrible. And I mean you see a lot of what the Panthers did yesterday was like they're like okay, we're not going to let Lamar just like take off and run on us. I mean, he definitely De- had a decent rushing game, but
1: Yeah. Do you ever notice that uh, Baltimore, I don't know if this like is backed up, but I just, I feel like just anecdotally, like when I watch the Ravens play, like on big third downs, like, and if it's like third and like eight or nine or more, right? Like, I don't know why, like Baltimore is always one of these teams where it's like two receivers are just way too close to each other. Buddy. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the, that is the, the Greg Roman uh, playbook. Is is two guys running the same route in the same area. And that is really, really tough, man, when you face a lot of man or face a lot of zone coverage. Which as uh, you know, we talked about this with Marquise Brown um in the in the offseason, why he's such a good zone beater and why that matters a lot is because he played with the mobile quarterback and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And they're gonna face a lot of zone coverage because teams are gonna sit there and have eyes on the quarterback because they don't want Lamar scrambling all over them so right. it's especially problematic when you have two dudes running routes in the same area against zone coverage. just one thing if it's man up and like you could still just make sure. those plays but good yeah, yeah. god brother yes uh yeah 100 <laughs> percent greg Roman playbook the king of that the king of that and like design routes to like routes in the flat and wheel routes to patrick ricard the fullback
1: which i know Jeez I mean, Pat, shout out
2: to Patrick Ricard. Ricard. He's like three hundred pounds or something. It's, it's, it's absurd.
1: Yeah, it's like, look, I love high-low concepts in passing games, you know, because it it takes away, it it allows a quarterback to like not have to turn his body to get to a second read. Um, but dude, like these aren't high-low concepts. These are like medium, mid-high. Yeah, mid mid like mid mid. <laughs> You're like, what's going on? Like, there's this is either bad play design or like, what the hell are the receivers doing? Like, I don't know. But like, but it's been it's been multiple
2: receivers over multiple years. Yeah, it's everybody. It's like, and hey, Mark Andrews is a good player. Mar- Hollywood Brown is a good player. Like Rashad Bateman's a good player. But those dudes are always in the same spot. And it's so um, weird. it's continued this year with Devin Duvernay and like DeMarcus Robinson and stuff too, man. It's just it is a. Uh, it's a cha- It's a challenging offense. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I, to answer your question though, like the, the TV hot take question. I, I mean, I do, I I do think Lamar is like an elite fantasy quarterback. I do kind of think that's like, that's over. I, I it's just, with this offense, there's no way like he can have eruption games. Cause at literally any moment he can run for hundred yards and like multiple touchdowns, but right. Just from a passing game standpoint, I think you have to ask questions about like, well, the Ravens as a team, like what is their ceiling? When the passing offense looks like this, and I don't think there's any reinforcements coming. I mean, like Deshaun Jackson, give me a break. He popped his
1: hamstring in like two seconds, of course. So. <laughs> it's like, talk about the most predictable outcome in the history of sports. It's like, oh, Deshaun Jackson, who hasn't played in forever, he's like 36 years old, and you're asking him to run go routes at full speed. It's like, dude come on of course he's gonna get hurt like what like he's been dealing with the hamstring since the reagan administration like what are you talking about like
2: (laughs) i don't even think he was born
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no it it's crazy when you look at uh, the game log here for lamar jackson he had three touchdowns against the jets who we now know are really good Right, he had three touchdowns against Miami, which their defense is at and especially early on was really bad, actually, because um Xavier Howard was was banged up. But then he posted four freaking five freaking touchdowns against New England. What? That that's wild to me. Um and then ever since then, starting in week four and beyond, just one touchdown one passing touchdown one passing touchdown you know in in week seven against cleveland of all teams he had zero touchdown zero zippers like what happened here um so it's it's curious to me that like what the hell happened uh from the early part of the season uh to where we are right now where it seems as if it is a little bit of a struggle for lamar to get to to shake loose you know
2: i mean bateman i I would keep coming back to that and and it's Obviously, I'm a fan of Bateman as a player, but yeah, you t- week four. That's when he got hurt. That's when defenses realize we have no one that we need to respect as an outside receiver. No one that we need to account for. Lamar has no one that he can rely on. And then of course, obviously Mark Andrews gets hurt as well. You know, and yeah, then we're that's really, we're we're really, really in a problematic spot. And then it's like, okay, we're talking about Devin Duvernay, who's a pretty good player, but like he's a design touches type of guy, speed slot receiver. Um And like Isaiah Likely, we're all begging to get Isaiah Likely on the field. Like he's a rookie tight end, a position we all know is a slow burn position. So by the way, we haven't even touched on the freaking backfield, which is like just just as it was last year, the dust crew, you know, Kenyon Drake. By the way, Kenyon Drake's got to be, I gotta be the most hilarious like fantasy player of all time this year it's like the exact moment you're counting on him nothing but nothing. when you don't like when we're ready for it to be somebody else <laughs> Kenyon drake back with a big game baby so that's
0: just the way it is
1: <laughs> oh totally Kenyon drake 10 carries for 46 yards and uh, he led the way for baltimore and
0: selling a little or a lot shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
1: um you know you flip it to the other side too Uh, let's i just want to talk about carolina just briefly and then we'll get the hell out of here um get ready for monday night football yeah i know but i mean is it really possible that an xfl quarterback is better than a Heisman Trophy win, like number one pick. Like I just, I can't wrap my mind around that. Like I can't get myself to understand that.
2: Well, I mean, an XFL quarterback is better in Washington than a guy who went number two overall, in Carson Wentz. So That's I don't true. See why, That's also. True. I don't see why <laughs> it should That's be also that a uh, shock. But no, dude. Actually, I you know a lot of the a lot of the uh, problems that we have about Zach Wilson are the same with baker mayfield you know like baker sure. mayfield his sure. best season was 2020 you know when everything was perfect 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 offensive line two good receivers and beck or uh, no they didn't have beckham yet but no, or no they did they, no 2020 was when he got I hurt after so. beckham got hurt right but um anyways like was, they had it was a good Jarvis receiver. landry
1: and uh yeah i can't remember who the other one was but
2: regardless richard yeah. higgins like the the point here go. is that like great offensive line running game. Like you just have to play, like play action, a lot of screen passes, stuff like that. But the moment you took away that Mickey mouse stuff, like the play actions and screens, he can't play drop back passer. Like he, he does the same thing that Zach Wilson does get the snap boot out to the right boot out to the right. Cause he doesn't want to go through progressions and read the field and like read out those like concepts and stuff like that. So I think like, that's the, that's the scary future for like, for Zach Wilson fans and jets fans and stuff like that is like, Yeah. Baker Mayfield, a guy who, when everything is perfect, he can be an average quarterback, but (laughs) it shouldn't, it shouldn't have to be perfect for him
1: to be average. And I, you know, my thing with Baker Mayfield, you know, when he was his most successful is when they just took the handcuffs off and just said, rip it kid. You know, because he's not like you said, he's not like a high level thinking man's quarterback. You know, he's not Dak Prescott at the lines, like adjusting coverages and stuff and like moving guys around and doing those kind of things. Right. Like he's not that dude. Like he's not a guy that's getting to a secondary tertiary reads. He's not that dude. I thought that when he was at his best was when they again, I go back to the high, low concepts and. Just one eye line, like one, you know, one eye line where you're just like, all right, I don't need to turn my head. I could either see high or low. And if it, one of one of those things is open, I'm just going to let it rip. Just let it rip, you know? Um, I thought timing was big. I, th- I think he's actually a pretty good timing-based quarterback, if that's what it, it calls for, um, so long as he doesn't have to make those reads, man. Yeah. Um, and, dude, he's got the requisite arm strength, dude. Like, he can make throws. He can make all the throws. I think that's what kind of – I don't know um, – that's what's disappointing. You know, the guy can make all the throws. Other than Zach Wilson, by the way, Zach Wilson, you talk about the fundamentals. Like, golly, like, buddy, like, is, I, like, again, neither one of us are quarterback guys, but isn't quarterbacking 101 like, don't throw off the back foot? Like, he's throwing off the back foot every goddamn time. Set your time. feet, stop
2: bouncing around. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, these are t- definitely two of my like least favorite quarterbacks out there right now.
1: <laughs> Anyways, it is wild though that um, that again in in the the Panthers' quarterback situation, you know, PJ Walker. Like, who would have thought? Like, Godly, they really do miss PJ Walker uh, in that passing game. Hey, man, is there is there any hope uh, for this offense with nope. Baker Mayfield? None. Nope. Just, okay, we're done. Okay.
2: No, We're thrown up. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't think so, man. I mean, I just think he's a bad fit for, um, he, I, I don't really know what type of offense Baker fits well in. Um, I just don't know what he brings to the table at this point because he's so out of rack, out of whack rhythm wise. I mean, yeah, that game is. was there for the, that game was there for the taking for them uh, against the Baltimore Ravens because the defense played a good game, but mm. You just offensively, they're never going to be able to take advantage of stuff like that.
1: Dude, Baker needs to go see a sports psychologist and just like figure out what's going on in his own head. Like he's just, I think he's so far into his own head. He can't unlock what he could do well. Right. Which is again, just grip it and rip it. Like he doesn't even do that well now. Like that's the problem. You know, like there's nothing he does well, which is, which is sad. Like what, what the hell happened? uh with baker so i don't know i don't get it and like you know there was all those questions about his maturity levels and all those things i will say this about baker like i do feel like he's like owned up um to you know to his mistakes and and if there's problems on the offense i don't think he's ever really thrown people under the bus he's taken a lot of responsibility so there is some of that going on which is cool it does show some leadership traits man but golly i I think the guy just needs to like get hypnotized or something, dude. And like, just figure out who he was, you know, and just be that dude again. Yeah. You might
2: be right. That might be all it takes at this point. Cause what we've got right now, not good,
1: <laughs> not good. All right. So there you go. All right, man. Hey, listen, our time does run short for, uh, Matt Harmon. I am James go go check out the website receptionperception.com. Be sure to leave a, a, a subscribe to the podcast, of course, and, uh, and leave a rating as well. Five star rating would be very much appreciated. Uh, and by the way, we're going to have a little sale on the website, too. A Black Friday sale. How about that? It's coming up uh, right here on receptionperception.com. And, of course, you can find us on Twitter. Go to the website uh, to find out more about that Black Friday sale. It's coming up very, very soon. For Matt Harmon, I'm James Cullen. We'll see you.